It's your week, your sports, the new Clarksville Now podcast. I'm John Glass, along with Jeff Matthews and Christian Brown. Your week, your sports. John Glass here, back at it another week in the studio talking sports with my good buddies Jeff Matthews and Christian Brown. I am Batman. Well, hey, I appreciate being here for another week of sports throughout the Clarksville Montgomery County area. Batman hey. on the ones and twos. Robin, come on, hey, we speak up. I Robin, oh, just because. Man. I mean, just sorry, but you're fired. Someone anyway, had to say it. we had a great weekend for sports. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. You we maybe got... had a great weekend. I had a great Saturday. I did. I did. Not a Sunday. Just to go ahead and let y'all know, Cowboys won. Titans won. I won in Fantasy League. Winning teams Hey, here. yeah, that's... Hey, high five across the table, John. Twinning, winning teams for the weekend. If only the Steelers could have... Put it together. I don't... Well, if they could have... They're frauds. If they could have acted like they knew what the football was... They're frauds. Um... Did you see the 16-6 to game, right? Steelers hat fourth and one. And what's bad is you can't even say Matt Canada completely lost you this would game. You be, what do you mean? Would you t- would it you was t- also <laughs> your defense, bro. The defense was awful, but holy I, crap! I, that's what I'm saying. Like you can't was, say it was just him. It was fourth. It, the turn. The tides turned. You on can't that. say oh, it was just. Yeah, him. Yeah, Let me finish. Yeah, yeah. You're not. No, we're finish. gonna get in. Yeah, we're gonna, gonna get, get into, into it later. We'll get into it, we'll get into it later. Uh, I like how he takes shots and he doesn't let me finish though. That's cool. Y'all, I will set you up in a cage. Don't make me. I'll talk on it a little bit once I'm able to speak. We'll talk on it a little bit on how Matt Canada's fraud and how Ben Roethlisberger and Todd Haley should come back and be the offensive coordinator. That will be coming up (laughs) here in about uh, 30 minutes. Uh, But right now, we're going to get into a little bit of local action. Uh, Start off in the middle school. First time we've done middle school, I think, right? Yeah, no, we've done a couple. I thought. Well, we really have just on the original uh, story. I, I was think. about to say of it just coming back. Yeah, yeah. but we have not had a chance. We haven't to really cover any of uh, the content that they've been able to produce this year. But they just had the middle school football championship. A Northwestern versus Iowa score nine to six. <laughs> Richview over Northeast. <laughs> I mean, let's just break it down real quick too. Northeast was leading, I think, throughout the entirety of the game. Uh, 17 seconds left on the the fourth quarter quarter clock, okay? Yeah. Richview <clears throat> marches down the field and scores. That's and awesome. And caps off a game-winning victory based off that touchdown. How much time was it you said? 17 seconds on the 17 clock. 17 seconds from the 20? What? From where? From where? So I think it was goal line, I believe. They started at the goal line? No, so no, no. they probably scored with 17 seconds oh, left. Oh, okay. That's what I'm I, thought saying. I thought it was like a Patty Mahomes. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> Patty Mahomes type thing. Where it's just... Two passes on the sidelines. Drop this one down into the end zone. <laughs> you got the... We're taking it home. <laughs> you got Patty. The, you got the best middle school quarterback in the country just <laughs> running it down. <laughs> um, in 17 seconds. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool getting to play in Fort Terrace Stadium. I was uh, going to say, that makes it so much more special for turf? those kids. Yeah, I didn't the, know they were going to be doing that. That's awesome. You think it's the first time those kids have played on turf? Possibly. Pro- uh, well, they play like a little jamboree. Well, they play like- I was about to say, there was probably some training opportunities that they had, maybe yeah. during a practice or something like that, where they got to you know touch it and use that turf, but... You know, so I feel like some of these kids have probably played on turf at some point in their lives. You know, a lot of these kids also play baseball and all this other stuff. Right. But, but I mean, still, it, it brings a whole host of different issues. I mean, I think we comparative need, to dirt. We don't need to just... I, first of all, a shout out to Richview shout and out. Northeast. But also... First middle school football championship in a long time. 43 years. Yeah. For Richview? No, just in general. I mean, oh. that's how long we haven't had... Middle, middle school football. football. Yeah. What? We, We've we, talked about this. Sean. We we definitely had middle school football when I was in middle school. We had this literally. We did. We had this debate. We did months ago. Yeah. Refresh my mind. You were for the audience. <laughs> so basically, it's CMCSS okay. instituted. Yeah. Right. Middle school football. They, I think they've had it as Just a, a club. different organization. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So that's what it comes down to. Gotcha. But you know, again, I want to also give a Brain's shout out not as sharp as he used to, to John Miller for bringing middle school football back. I mean, that is so massive for, like we said before, I mean, it's going to continue to grow the game. After year one, I'm sure we're going to see a difference in those freshmen coming into those high schools. Right. Yeah. I bet they're more competitive. You know, they're a little bit more 
I mean, uh, they, they start training early. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just another thing. They're developed thing. a little bit. Yeah. And it's it's going to be a beautiful sight, I think, for years to come on, you know, how these really prospects at the middle school level and how they'll be able to really make an impact for those high school football teams. Yeah, those top teams in uh, the high school teams right now, I mean, as far as we're talking, you know, Clarksville High, Rossview High School, Kirkwood High School. I mean, I'll throw Dixon County. I'll throw Dixon County in there just because they have a middle school program well, as well. CMCS, but, no. yeah, Northeast, their middle school program feeding into the high school level. All these middle school programs, I mean, that is literally what they are designed to be doing is to feed into the high school level because that's just what all these, I mean, that's what all these coaches are wanting. I mean, they want to get their kids to the next level and or get to the college that they want to go to. Um, That's the end goal for all this. So this middle school program, now that they've gotten it back up and running, we got one season under the belt. Next season, I think, is when it's going to get really competitive. It's going to get a little bit more, uh, you know, some of these players have a little bit uh, more experience now coming into their, you know, what would be at uh, seventh or eighth grade year um and then high school i mean right after that and you're right freshmen are going to start looking a lot more competitive and i think that's just going to help the overall competitive nature of this county and the schools throughout it i'm sure john you're just pumped up to see how rossview kind of develops their players so i I was actually and it's not just the middle school level too it's the uh oh yeah pop warner peewee i was was driving i was driving by uh heritage park uh fort campbell boulevard the uh i think it was saturday morning going to the gym shout out um oh my gosh flex right there protein Um, protein 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 uh no but i was driving by (laughs) and they uh at kenwood's field they were having the uh uh, peewee football out there and man these kids they got all the new gear and whatever. Like I remember when I was a kid, it was like the uh, mesh see-through uh, jerseys with yep. some generic white helmet. Now nah, they got like arm and sleeves. It was like Fruit of the Loom brand too. Arm I sleeves. Think. I think I saw a kid wear a chain. I was born in the wrong generation. You know what? I'm gonna try to make my kid not force him because I'm gonna be very open on what sports he wants to play. You know, but you know, we but, say this. Well, no, force well, him. Let me, force let me him. let me finish real quick. I want him to be a kicker. That's fair. Hey, kicker, there's some money in kickers. So That's what I'm soccer, saying. Get him into soccer, like heavy. But I'll tell you this, that also brings up the conversation of how expensive it is to play sports now. Yeah. I think comparative, I mean, you also have to account for inflation and all this other stuff. So, I mean, but I mean, I'll tell you this, I don't think, I don't think it cost me when I was playing little league football, like it didn't cost like me over sign up or something like that. For me, I don't think it was that much. Like, I think maybe signups were like a hundred and then. The rest of the gear was maybe another hundred, so maybe two hundred. Yeah, and I think Orange it was slices. the same for me around a hundred dollars. Then also equipment, your own equipment. Yeah, I'd buy yeah. my own tennis rackets, for example. Yeah. So like that, I mean, that's it, good ones are Kool-Aid kind of tweezers. expensive. I mean, the gear. I mean, I just you know, I mean, the gears it was expensive. Probably you know another three or four hundred bucks for yeah. all the can't, gear. Can't forget the fruit roll-ups. And then you put in gas what and all you that. Even but nowadays, snacks, oh. but nowadays, snacks, Christian. Have you guys <laughs> seen the price tags to play like fall baseball? No. Thousands. Yeah. If you want, if you dumb. want your team, if you want your kid to play any form of travel ball or any oh, type of travel volleyball, fall, fall season baseball or volleyball, any of them. I've got a niece who's playing travel volleyball. Thousands. Right now, thousands. Like it is like couple it's thousands of dollars. Wow. Like two thousands just for to like, like get like, into the league for like a That's couple months. Sad. Too. Yeah. A couple but also, months out of the year, and then you and then you add on travel, and when you're traveling with a travel team, you're not traveling. 20, 30 minutes down the road in a few different directions. You're traveling. And you could be in Florida one weekend, and you could be in Nebraska the next. Yeah, but it is it is really cool to see the uh, middle school uh, realm develop and the connection with the high school be there for the first time in forty three years. So, uh, congratulations to Richview and Northeast, uh, both for making the middle school football championship. Uh, yeah, nine to six. I love it. Hey, good a defensive, defensive competition. I love it. Strong defense. You right. know, it, it's what makes my life. I love good defensive showdowns. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. Christian, we got some uh, high school news? No, actually, I want to touch on okay. one last thing for middle school. Uh, New Providence uh, running back, their middle school team, Camarius Shamel. He's the all-time rushing leader for the middle school program now. He broke a 53-year-old record. Uh, on the season at this point, he had two games left before this, so I'm not sure what he ended on. But he had 739 rushing yards, 
So he broke the record with two games left in the season, too. It's kind of insane. Yeah, so I just want to make sure to give Camarius a shout-out on here as well. Good job, Camarius. 739, that's incredible. Again, who knows what his potential is at the high school level now, just based off that alone. Uh, It's amazing to see and get these players recognized. Now, turning our attention to high school sports, Clarksville High Boys Golf won not only their district like we talked about last week, but now they won their regional on Monday. As huge. Well. Yeah, big shout out to Clarksville High School boys golf team. That is awesome. Way to go get a huge W. And also on top of that, this week we also have your new Clarksville Now Player of the Week. It's going to be from Fort Campbell High School, Keyshawn Dixon. And he he was someone that won last year as a freshman yeah. Clarksville Now Player of the Week at one point during the, uh, the season last year. And, man, he is... Someone that should always be on your radar in county well, uh, statistics and anything. I was about to say, he's a strong player for, for the Falcons. But, I mean, I know you're going to be getting into some of his offensive stats here in just a second. But one thing I do want to talk about him is, I mean, I remember watching him play against a few teams that I've been able to call uh, this year for the high school football game of the week on ESPN Clarksville. Um, this guy... All over the field, offensively and defensively. I really enjoyed watching him on the defensive side of things. Just because of how quick he was off of the snap, he was so good at being able to get into the backfield really quickly and being able to put pressure on the quarterback. But then on top of that, if he has to play in that uh, more of a back position and more of a pass, uh, pass defense, he's also very quick to being able to find the ball in the air, which is kind of more specific than some other stats for some of the cornerbacks in this league. but um, That's good film. Yeah, he's just really good at being able to find that ball, being able to trace it where it's going to be at, and then, of course, just being able to get his hands involved and knock the ball down. But go ahead and talk a little bit about his offense because he had an an incredible game. Yeah, definitely, and just to point this out too, Coach Henry Mitchell for Fort Campbell pointed out he's one of the top tacklers in all of 2A. Yeah. It's a shout-out there too. Um, But offensively, Against Fulton County this past week, Keyshawn ran for 11 rushes, 195 yards, and three touchdowns in the first half. That's incredible. 195 in the first half? I mean, that is absurd, no matter what level we're speaking on. It could be middle school, which if it was middle school, it would be even crazier. But still, high school is insane still. Then he finished the game... Uh, with 15 rushes, 248 yards. So he almost hit that 250 mark. Then those three touchdowns he scored in the first half. I mean, absolutely great performance by Keyshawn Dixon right yeah. there. And, and then just to give you the win. Yeah, just to give you the defensive stats on that nine tackles, three and a half for loss. So, I mean, he is going to have a great rest of the season. We're past that halfway mark in high school football, and now we're starting to get into strictly district play, and a lot of these teams, we're starting to see uh, a little bit of separation, I think, and a little bit. We have some top teams out of, you know, Dixon County, I think, is around that fourth spot, and then you have, excuse me, Kirkwood around there as well. Rossview is at the top, as well as um, Clarksville High. Those are your four strong teams right now. Northeast, Northwest, they struggled a lot to get some wins uh, this season. North, or excuse me, Fort Campbell started things off a little slow, yeah. but they're starting to work their way back in, and they now have an opportunity. If they can find ways to keep winning games, well, I think they'll be right up there with the rest of them. I think so. I think so. And again, they beat a 6A team to begin the season with Northwest High School. Now, I know they've had a down year, but still, that speaks volumes to you know, their competitive nature, no matter what level they're playing on. I think Fort Um, Campbell just needed a little time to develop. And I I think it, I mean, it really comes down to, and you can say this for a lot of high school teams, not just football, but for a lot of teams, um, sometimes when you're coming in, you feel like you have a little bit of a younger team and a little bit of a newer team. Uh, It takes, it takes a while for long. Like you need quite a bit of snaps to get used to things and sometimes it takes a few games yeah exactly sometimes it takes a few games and like i said i think fort campbell if they can just continue to work how they're working i think that they're they could make a run henry mitchell was such a great hire coming from rossview high actually he was assistant coach there and before that he was assistant with fort campbell as well but man great hire greatness and john do you want to speak a little bit on your rossview uh, I do. Their defense, um, particularly. Yeah, it, so we, uh, this week, 
a little bit the street got broken just a little bit disappointing a little disappointing <laughs> uh beats uh the third ranked team in the division uh 28 to 6 dixon county uh ross you beat them uh so let's let me pull up this schedule let's take a little look see here um, you said Rossview did win that game, right? Yes, okay. I was like, I got really confused on what you said there. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. So he's just mad they lost the shutout. So, <laughs> so in the last, Barely. I was about to say, what is it, 198 million to uh, in, the, in the last five games they have given up six points. Yeah, <sighs> last five games they have given up six points, and let's see, 130, 50, about a hundred. It's been like a, it's like 160 to six. My goodness. That's pretty. And you can look at Clarksville High and make a similar case, too. Definitely. Um, They've both been yeah. almost flawless. Clarksville High runs. Almost. Almost. Clarksville High runs that triple offense. Um, Clarksville so High is good. just. You know, there's a bunch of people. I mean, when they're working with two quarterbacks in and out, I mean, it's really hard to stop, stop the Wildcats. That's that, that, to me, has been one of their biggest. That's one of the best things Isaac Shelby has done. Is integrated that double quarterback system. It really works for them. It usually doesn't work. It, to a it doesn't. Degree. It doesn't. But the it's way just that with they the flow of the game. It does. But the way that they do it and the way that their offensive team take the quarterbacks out of it, their offensive team believes in both of their quarterbacks. There's trust on both sides of that for them, and that's what does it for them. Clarksville well, High has just been well, I, incredible. To I, watch. I think that you know, there's not a lot of teams that run the triple offense, especially with two quarterbacks like Clarksville High is Very doing, rare. and they're putting up points. They're not allowing a ton. Um, they played some okay competition, but coming up here in two weeks, I think that the Hawks are going to have an answer for that. You think? I, I do. I really do think. At, at the very minimum, I do think that Rossi is going to be able to put up points on Clarksville High, and they're going to be able to stop points, stop some of what Clarksville is trying to do that other teams haven't been. Able you heard to. it here, folks. We have it on air. Well, that that is the <laughs> that is the city's biggest game, oh. in my opinion. I mean, it, Clarksville High versus Rossi Warfield yeah. Shield game. Yeah. I mean, they put it on the last last game of the season. I think no, For, it's second to last. Second to last. It's on the twentieth. The season ends before Halloween. Yeah, that's that, that game's two days before my birthday. Right. So, so that's the, an early little birthday. So present. I mean, here's the deal: Friday some of these teams 20th. have to start. With, some of these teams have to have winning out mentality yep. starting to come into play here. And I think that, I mean that definitely is going to start with Clarksville High is safe right now. Yeah. Rossview is safe right now. Fort Campbell High School, they've got to get a few more wins. Yeah. Um, I think they're the biggest game of their season is this. So you week, win the you win the mistaken. district, you're automatically in, right? Uh, yes, it's yeah. the first. It's top three teams make top it. Th- top three in your district or top three in six A. District. Top three in district okay, make yeah, it yeah. to the playoffs. Gotcha. Six A playoffs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. That is going to be the game. Uh, we maybe we could do like a nice little preview, something special for I'll it. I'll be at that one. That'll be on ESPN Clarksville one hundred four point one. Clarksville now will have coverage as well. I got to bring out the photos in the original T shirt, my original Warfield Shield. T-shirt. Oh, John, about to break out the box of nostalgia. From when, oh no, we like, <laughs> back when I was playing. I think uh, I was a junior when the we Warfield were, Shield. We got did such a good job of uh, two thousand and eight. We had those two, leather that helmets. Two thousand and eight. That's yeah. a long time ago. Uh, it was either it was, man. It was either. Oh, 08 or yeah it was 08 that was back when the scoreboard was still taken on a piece of plywood no, it, was, it, 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 it was it was back when there was vandalism to both schools oh, uh, stuff oh my god oh, wow. oh was this was this still back when you were um so where it was still socially acceptable to do so like Clarks, school pranks Clarksville High literally dug a giant paw print into Rossview's football <laughs> field before the game what? which they fit luckily they were able to fix before the game because it was that Ross Lord. Uh, and then I think next year, allegedly, some seniors of 2010, allegedly, allegedly, and started clipping some wires over at Clarksville High. Oh, oh my um, gosh! Some, okay, yeah, they got that's, out of hand. Yeah, that's and not doing some other stuff uh, too. Back in the day, there was like some real <laughs> vandalism going on. You know, it's it's really funny. I, have, of course, never took part in any of this. At Mount Juliet High School, there was always a couple of incidents that happened usually. Uh, yeah. Not always, but there was just a couple. One of which, Wilson Central, which is our biggest rival out there, they had a, some of their fans that were at our game, and they painted up, and that was fine. And But they spilled some paint in the parking lot. And I don't remember how we all found out about it. Part of me thinks that, like, I think, I think someone got the law involved. Like, I think, I think, no. like, I think Mount Juliet High School, like, 
was like, oh no no no, like this is vandalism. I, I think, and I was like, we, you look at it and we were just like, no, it wasn't. Like they, first, they dropped their paint. I think my like, freshman that's year, was. there was a certain object that was burned into one person's field, and then um, and then Rossview went back and did something to the other school. See, I think it was Kenwood. There was pesticide. There was fire. There was what? wow. You know, we what got, have I missed? I do think that we got framed for a couple of different ones that happened at other schools. Like they were, they would, they would literally just put on the wall, Mount Juliet was here. <laughs> and like, we would hear about it and we'd see it and we would all be talking about it at school and we were like, do we know who did it? And they were like, we know exactly who well, did there it. there wasn't as many. And like, he doesn't go here. There wasn't, <laughs> there, like, oh. there wasn't cameras like there are now. Like there's cameras that can see your eyeballs yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, back in 06 to 08. There wasn't like cameras like that. Man. Don't hey, all the players don't yeah, go uh, out. Official don't, official your week your don't. sports stance is no pranking yeah. of any kind. No, but when you when you were talking about all that, I remember uh, maybe just a little bit. But did you guys ever watch no, Blue no. Mountain State? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you remember you remember when yeah. somebody stole their goat mascot? Oh yeah. my! See, like that is as long as like okay, like I feel is like that, if you could do okay. if you can do that, Jeff promotes animal theft. No. <laughs> At one point in time, it was socially acceptable for that to happen. Like and pranks I do to that think, degree. Correct. But here's the thing. Also, back then, you didn't. it didn't happen, and like, nothing happened to the goat. Like, somebody took care of it. Yeah. And like, yeah. that's the difference. I feel like that wouldn't happen in today's world. Um, but those, I think, are funny when you hear about those, like, st- old stories. of stole like, a goat. Oh, yeah, no, we stole their goat. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. We, or, like, we dressed up their statue. It's like, like I think those are funny. My senior prank, which is, I think it's funny, but my school didn't. They let out like crickets throughout the entire hallways. They, somebody did that to our school too. Yeah. So, and that took forever. And then they put some in a random person's car in the parking lot. Uh, and he was so mad. Uh, so that, that's, that was one of ours. At we had 60, Madison Consolidated High School in If Indiana. we're just sharing these stories, we, we had 60 students get suspended my junior <gasps> year um, because they laid down in the hallway. What? So the prank, the senior prank was we were all going to lay down in the hallway and act like, or the, the seniors were, I should say, they were going to lay down in the hallway and act like they were sleeping. So they all dressed up in their pajamas. And the thing was, it was between one of the, between classes, they laid down for like five minutes. Teachers came through, told them to get up and leave. They all let, got up and left. And then we started hearing rumors that people were getting suspended. Ooh. And then it turns out at the end of the day, a tally of like 60 people got suspended people lost scholarships wow um that is like yeah that's sad the news picked it up and everything else come on um, the school should have a better but no, like, understanding to this, to this day i know one girl who lost her scholarship and ended up having to change schools because of it wow that's... your life go downhill i don't think it went downhill okay, okay, but i mean but still i mean think about it she was she was also really smart really cool like she was one of like she was just super nice and like this was clearly like not. It's not that deep. It was yeah, exactly. It wasn't a very. It wasn't a very um. It's heinous, not, heinous yeah. prank. It's not like they dug a a paw print in a football yeah, that, field. That was. But yeah, terrible. that's the that's the name of fame to Mount Juliet. People. Oh my, that's awful. Yeah. But anyway, uh, that is going to be a big game coming up here in two weeks. We're gonna have we're gonna have to do something for that. That's gonna be fun. I, I want to go one on one with John. And Jeff's going to throw... Like Oklahoma drill? No. I was to say, I was like getting really excited for this. Are we going to do like Man-to-man man coverage. Whoever wants to be the My defensive knees. back. Oh, God. I'm tw- I, I am 24. Am I'll I give quarterback? That to you. Unless you want to guard me or if you want me to guard you. I'll be quarterback. Okay. I want to run. And then... Who's playing D-back? It's either one of us. And we'll I'll have break your ankles we can run. A, we can run a couple routes on yeah. both sides for we'll, you. We'll... Prep up our audience for that. We'll have Wesley. We'll have Wesley film you're it too. Si- you're at six, six foot. No, I wish my tennis report in college said I was six foot. I'm five ten and a half though. They lied. That fi- that half foot Big really matters. Difference. It Big matters, difference. everybody. What college you go to? Uh, Mount St. Joe University. Wow. Bunch Big of liars. <laughs> Shout out to Mount St. Joe. Uh, but this district. Joe's such a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but this district is looking pretty, pretty sweet right now. You got Clarksville High and Rossview sitting at the top. I think Dixon County, uh, Dixon County and West Creek tied at two and two. Uh, West Creek, I think they have the um, the advantage on that one. Big shout out to West Creek, right? Yeah. 
Again, and, another team that started off slow and was looking for some wins. And that again, Kenwood got a win. Uh, Did oh, they? Kenwood got against a Northeast. Win. Yes. Uh, so, so okay, so that's the other thing. Northeast is still looking North, for their first win. Northeast and Northwest. And Northwest. Uh, they are both zero and four on the season. Oh, zero and seven on the season. Yeah. Then yeah. we can't. What about? I'm curious on whether or not Montgomery Central got their first win of the season or not as well. They don't play each other either. Northeast and Northwest don't play each other. Well, no, Montgomery Central is in their own division, yeah. Yeah, but no, they are over. They're like still looking for their first win, but they have been. Ultra competitive these past well, they, couple who they played last week did they say Fairview and they lost by fourteen. Fair, Fairview is a good team. Fairview is so, a strong team. Again, these teams, I mean, they're just at a certain point they're unlucky when it comes to. I mean, yeah, they're putting in the work. I mean, we've talked about it. I mean, Montgomery Central, uh, they're kind of. Uh, it's hard for them recruitment wise. You don't have a lot of kids that are going out to Montgomery Central High School. A lot of these kids are going to city schools. Yeah. Um, so you're going to have those kids going to Rossview, going to Fort Campbell, uh, they're over on post, excuse me, but then you have um, Clarksville High School and you have Rossview, all these Ever, other ones, everybody. Ten plus. Yeah, I was about to say, there's so many. And now Kirkwood, and Kirkwood is now just another high school in the city that Montgomery Central has to compete against when yeah. it comes to finding players or yeah. finding just uh, students that are going to be zoned for them. Right. Now, you know who has been playing good football right now at the, the college Dallas level? Cow. Oh. Austin P. Austin P. Good transition. They're winning out, baby. Hey, it's uh, happening. Turns yeah. out they're not playing this weekend, right? They are not playing this weekend, but they did play last weekend. Beat up on Lindenwood, fifty-two to ten. I think they scored within like the first forty-five seconds. It was pretty quick. It yeah. was a uh, very quick score by the Governors. And uh, yeah, just taking a look at some of the stats right now. Delillo had a pretty decent day: fifteen for thirty, three hundred and forty-nine yards, three touchdowns, one pick. Not too bad. Obviously, once again, the Javon Jackson show. 23 carries, yeah. 158 yards. Uh, average of about seven Austin yards. Austin P just does great when they're able to spread out their offense between compli- running compli- and throwing. Complimentary Alex. offense. Yes. Balanced approach. Offense. And then they spread the ball. It, so much on receiving they, end. It's... I'm look. I'm. I gotta count one. How many? Two, eight, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven uh, players oh caught gosh. a reception. Whoa! How um, many players threw? Because it wasn't just a Lillo. Uh, four players were passing, yeah. and then Skyler Locklear was three for four, fifty nine yards and a touchdown. Man, <laughs> that's kind of that's a, that's a crazy stat. If you can, if it's also on there, uh, Maddox Trujillo. How would he look? What passing? Kicking. Kicking. Uh, I wish see. we would have saw him passing. That'd been awesome. I would have. I would have lost my mind. Maddox Maddi- Trio. He, he had a light day. One for one. Twenty-eight yard uh, long. Uh, Stayed ten, busy with PATs. Yeah, ten, ten, say, yeah. ten points. Oh so, my god! So he had seven PATs. That's a good fantasy option right there, Max. Great fantasy option. Maddox Trujillo. Right. Fantasy this kicker dude's going of the to year. the NFL. All right. Hey, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. He is a good kicker. Yeah. But and you had four governors receivers over fifty yards. Too. And you know what? That's uh, crazy. Delillo got named offensive player of the week yesterday. He did. So that that's a great point to make. Uh, Second time he's been awarded no, no a receiver. superlative this year. No. He also got offensive player of the week a couple weeks ago. Yeah. He also had no receiver over three receptions. That is. How do you, Are you serious? That? Yeah, no, not one. No receiver had over three receptions. You know that makes it really hard to defend. Actually, only two receivers had three receptions. That's have such a good 11? way. To, that's such a good way to hide talent. Like that is like okay, fine. We have we have so many guys that can catch. Well, tell us the story. Like, we don't right? need you to make. It we does. don't have to. You guys, we don't need you to make the ginormous plays. Cam Speed. Thomas, Trey Goodman, you can t- like Consistent. long ball yeah. threats. Yeah. yeah, just give me the five three yards. And that's funny you say that. Dan Campbell brought up the same point with his wide receiver room with the addition of Jamison Williams. I mean, a great team suspension. to look at. A great team to look at for the NFL. It's not about getting your yards. It's not about getting your touchdowns. It's all about making plays when the opportunity presents itself. Yeah. And awesome, P. Uh, again, that's a really good point. How how do you defend against? A team that spreads it out to that degree—it's very hard. Well, you know, and you know, the governors—they do love that screen action. They love yeah. tunnel screens, thrown to the flat. I uh, hate working it. The, the, the blocking receivers. They, I hate that style of play. That's just my—that's just my thing. But it's been working for the governors. You like more in, a intermediate win, routes? Hawk? I mean, yeah, like, I, think I like, like. I don't like. I don't like relying on your receivers to block. Um, I'd like to see I you. That. I like to see you go upfield a little bit more. Not everybody's um, Heinz Ward. Yeah, it, 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 true. Yeah. Like that's a thing, right? But the governors have just done a great job of being able to do it. And like, it's hard to say I don't like it when it's been working. Like, yeah. it's like, all right, do your thing. Especially 
three wins in a row. They're about to. We're looking for number three. No, they that, have that was three. three. That was three. Excuse me. Which that is, was yeah, Stephen F. Austin, East cool Tennessee, and then uh, Lindenwood. Oh, I and forgot really, about East Tennessee. That's I what mean, it was. Yep. They're four. And, they're four and one right now, and they're oh no, three. They're three and two right now. Uh, their only two losses come at the beginning of the season, which I think, like you were saying, in the, I think the last couple episodes, I think that you know that Southern Illinois game. I think they just came out flat footed a little bit. I would love yeah. to see them play them again at some point this year. And I think we're already one and zero in conference play too, right? Uh, yeah, but, well, Salukis aren't in our conference, are they? No, but no, I think Stephen F. Austin was. I think, they, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, but, go ahead. Uh, just a real quick point someone pointed out, too. Lindenwood was our replacement for the OVC as well. So they, when we jumped ship. Oh, you're right. They took our spot and yep. jumped in. Yeah, Salukis are undefeated right now. They've been. Are like, they? Lot, yeah, they've been playing a lot of close games, but I mean. Have they games. been playing any Power Five teams? Northern Illinois, no, Northern Illinois. And that, here's my point too: they were five and six last year, so you're not expecting them to be that that good. They're four and zero right not, now. Yeah, not four and zero. No, but four and zero going into Youngstown State, looking to get a little little revenge on Youngstown State. I still lost last year. I still hold the thought though: if you if you had Austin P going up against the Salukis this Saturday, it'd yeah, be a different story. I think so too. I. Re- Again, I think has settled in. They've kind of gotten comfortable, which is good and bad. Their offense has settled in. I think that's what it kind of, like you were saying, growing pains. Even though DeLillo was the starter last year, he had all kinds of new weapons. It's true. Getting on the same chemistry. Yeah, we used to not having Dre McRae out there. I mean, that's huge. You've got to get a feel for the offense. You can can work through it in spring training, not in spring training, in like, Spring practice and fall camp, but still, it's different. It's different once. And Trey Goodman is also in a completely end. different role. Yeah, well, not completely different, but you look at him as your wide receiver one. Exactly, and that's he has to get used to that too. Like yeah. that was something I think that he probably had to adjust. He's to. he's he's gotten used to it. I'd say <laughs> probably. Yeah, he, he's a stud. Right. Uh, but yeah, governor's taking care of business for the third week in a row, uh, looking to get back on um, on the winning side against Gardner Webb at home on uh, the 14th. They're coming back to Clarksville, so uh, you can come out to defend the fort. Ooh, nice defend the fort. That's the uh, that's the saying that they like. To yes, go with defend, defend the, fort. the fort. And if you can't make it out, you can always listen to uh, the game coverage on ESPN Clarksville. Brian Reeves, Van Stokes, always there uh, pregame an hour before and then kick off. Off, uh, it would be at 1 p.m. So that will be a fun time. Moving along to a uh, little women's golf, third straight tournament win. Another one. Another one. Another one. I, c- I mean, you know what? That's that is a perfect little segue because DJ Khaled be out on golf courses just screaming right now. I know. That's true. I mean, get in the hole. We we hey, got we got to give a shout out. To I was them about as to well. say this is. I mean, you want to talk about Governor of Sports doing some awesome things. Football getting their third straight win. Now, uh, golf, women's golf getting their third straight tournament win. So, I feel like it's it's so different in golf because you have I would say so, so many other teams. And I would to say keep it so. on that level, you got to collectively play, play good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, I think they came into the season with a light under them. Like oh, a fire th- under the I think that we. I think I told you this. They. I mean, I think that they know that they underperformed at the. Um, a Sun Championship this past summer, or this past, well, yeah, this past summer, and I think now coming into the fall season, they were just like, okay, well, now she said she we said have, so, we, we're going back. She said as much too before that tournament. Like, they didn't play well at that course. Yep, that specific that. one. So yeah, there's no. so much growth, though. Even yeah. even with the dominance from last year, that's but, a point to make. And here's the cool thing: so they were at the Saluki Invitational this past week on Monday and Tuesday. Saluki's boo, boo those guys, boo those guys, boo. <laughs> so overall, the governors got won the number one spot. They had an aggregate score of 882. Also, turns out to be the seventh best score in Austin P history. Now, wow. the other thing about this matchup is the governors had two individual players receive medals. So Erica Scutt, she shot a 212 overall, and her she shot one over in the final round, so she actually got first place in over the tournament. Three, ra- three rounds, right? Yes. Yeah. So she got first place in the tournament. Maggie Glass had a two no under. Relation. Had a two <laughs> under yesterday, and she got second overall in the tournament. So they're going to have two weeks off, and then they're going to be at the Arkansas State Lady Red Lady Red Wolves Classic. That's going to be taking place on October sixteenth. Do you not know how crazy it'll be if they could find a way to get a fourth? 
I mean, what well, we're gonna have to order a pizza in here. Let's get out, on, get out on the course and maybe do like a and little, make the company pay for it. Yeah, yes. Get a little live by live, like a live play by play golf. That'd be awesome. They, I would do it. They deserve Eric, all the recognition Eric's, in the world for Eric what they're Scott doing. Scott looks to take her. Uh, it's also possible. I could take a little hot spot out there, set up the little device that gets me back to the station. Me and John go out there with the headsets. Well, yeah. Hello, Jeff Matthews, John <laughs> Glass. Or what is what is Jim? What does Jim Nance always say green, when he green, he goes? Are, Hello, friends. Are, Welcome. Like Mister Rogers. Yeah, they just aerated neighbors today, so they're quite slow. Jim Nance can switch it up like no other announcer. Jim Nance, ever I'm pretty. I, it's crazy how he'll end up doing two sports during the same time. Well, him, Joe Buck, or three, all, depending on Kevin Harlan. Yeah. That's for sure. A great one too. Uh, but shout out to the Govs winning their third straight tournament. Clap it up. Clap it up. Clap it up. Clap it up. Uh, moving along, um, we got. Uh, you want to talk some more college football? I guess get into that. Yeah, we can. yeah, we can talk a little bit more. Talk about how uh, the Vols looked decent against uh, South Carolina, and it, really in a must-win game. I mean, opinion. if you guys didn't win that dude, game, South it was Carolina be... is not great. Oh, dude, th- their coach is a, a joke, in my opinion, too. You know, no accountability throughout this year. Um, Shane Beamer, clown. yeah, he he's something else. I I, I don't like a, I I don't I like most coaches. I just don't enjoy him and his what he does to that program. But I'll say this too: um, you got to give Vols credit, especially Absolutely. running the ball. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> The Vols, they definitely did what they needed to do on the ground. Jalen Wright, 16 carries, 123 yards. Uh, Jabari Small, 11 for 59. And then the most underutilized player, I think, on Tennessee's roster is Dylan Sampson. Dylan Sampson is a he is a NFL pro player. Coming like in the next couple of years, he will be an NFL pro player. Probably a high draft pick. I don't know. I've bragged a lot about Squirrel White. Squirrel White's good. And I'm not a Tennessee fan. I just I'm going to have to clarify that every time we talk. <laughs> right. But. All I'm saying he's is like the every squirrel, right? I do. I do. And also, he, he's quick like a squirrel. Dude can move around the field really quickly. He's able to find pockets. He's able to find space. He's able to find Joe Milton. Um, you know his name is? No. Aquarius. Why? Aquarius. Aquarius. Did, did I just ruin it for you? No. I figured squirrel was not his real actual name. I thought it was. I thought it was for the moment. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. He, he killed it. Wow. Nine receptions, 104 yards. Man. Um, yeah. Incredible. Yeah, no, Tennessee definitely took care of business. Joe Milton, though. So, are you worried about Georgia? So, here, I mean, that's going to be the last game of the season. So, that's not even on my radar right now. It's on my radar. What's the next big game for you that's on your radar? So, this is an off week. uh, And then Tennessee will play Texas A&M at home. And then they travel down to Tuscaloosa to play Alabama. Those are two hard back-to-back games. Well, I don't know. Alabama hasn't been playing incredible this well, season. A&M's, A&M's got that backup quarterback now because they're. Um, yeah. their main quarterback. Which, but also A and M. I think their backup maybe the Aggies. I think I think the Aggies might <laughs> His surprise daddy you. Was a statue in the pocket. He'll be a statue in the pocket. We'll see James Pierce Jr. But light him up real quick. Oh, we've seen Alabama kind of return to their form. They held Ole Miss. Uh, yeah, that is true. They the fourteen points. Man, that that Ole Miss game, Alabama game. I don't know about y'all, but that was a boring game. It was, but Alabama. Um, they, I mean, they showed up, and it's weird because it was it was a strong defensive outing by both teams, yeah. but. For some reason, I don't know what it was. Affiliates was moving so slow. Yeah, um, it was, and it was just painful to watch. I only watched like the first five minutes. I won't even lie. Um, <laughs> here's the thing about Alabama. I just feel like they haven't defined who their players are yet. Yeah, like they have the running back. It's Nick Saban has made that but... system. I feel like interchangeable with all of his offensive players, yeah. like all of his um, position players. I feel like he can interchange him. He's like, all right, let's go try you at running back. All right, we're going to try you at wide receiver. And I feel like they still, I feel like they still have a roster where they can fill in better spots. Yeah, sounds Which is hard of, to say. It's just kind of a rough thing to say for some of those guys. They played, they have played great. Well, he said, you know, Nick said, "Miss Terry missed her first game in like eight years or something like that." So she got to watch it on the screen, and then he said, when she. When he came home, she had some notes. That's hilarious. I bet she did. Miss Terry had some notes about <laughs> coaching things up because you know when you're out there at the field, like you miss a lot. Yeah, that's like, my favorite celebrity marriage, by the way, Nick Saban and Terry. That that is really cool, Nick and Terry Saban. So, do you out. think Texas A&M, you guys win, then um, win against Alabama or loss in Texas? I don't know Texas much about so Texas. Is, so, A&M. this is where I'm at because, like, after the Florida loss, 
obviously we played UTSA who were sitting most of their starters for a team that they are anyway. That was like, give me up. I was resigned to the fact that, okay, we are going to lose three or four more games. If this is how we're going to have a quarterback play, especially not to so I was, poke at Florida, but they're not that great. Right. So I was, so I mean it for Tennessee going down to the swamp, it's just a thing. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a thing for a lot yeah. of teams. Well, Maybe next decade. It's a hard environment. <laughs> Well, and so here's where I'm at, too. It's like I was at the point where I was like, all right, let's just rip the Band-Aid off. Let's like if Joe performs bad, let's just get Nico in there and start this process and get Nico going. Because I would be happy with that if we get Nico in, get him making the mistakes that he's going to make as a freshman. And then like next year and the year after that, we'll have him for two years and he's going to be at least somewhat seasoned. What's your record at right now? Uh, It is four and one, four and one. Okay, so in theory, you get maybe one more loss on your record before you're out of it and throw completely. I don't. I mean, like, because is, when you is, put Georgia, Nico, is Georgia going to lose? Georgia or Alabama going to lose two games? I, I think you're going to lose to Georgia. I think Kentucky will lose two I, games. I, I think you're going to lose to Georgia. I think it's going to be a tight game against Alabama. Kentucky um, will lose two games. So this is where I'm getting at. It's. I and I think say, putting Nico in, I just want to say this real quick. I oh, think putting it, it, Nico in is it, it, done. Yeah, exactly. That, that's it's where, an, an admission. That's where I was resigned to when I going into this game. I was like, if Milton plays bad enough and this just goes completely south, like yeah. I'm, I've accepted it and I'm cool with it. Okay. And then there was like, I feel like there was a part of me that, like, a very dark part of me that was like, <laughs> kind of rooting for it. They did have a dark mode last week, right? But I got to the point <laughs> to, to it's like everything's st- and then some of the Colin shows I was listening to were like. You know, everything's still on the table, technically. Yeah, one loss. That's everything's it. That's still on the table. Like, you just got to win the games. So you can get one more, you maybe two more losses, depending on which losses you get. So that's the, that's the thing. You If you take care of business at home against Texas A&M, which I think as long as Milton doesn't make, he's starting to make mistakes, man. But if he doesn't make mistakes, the pressure. if he doesn't make mistakes, he can go out there, play like there's nothing to lose, and play loose, have fun about it. And manage the game. That's where I was. I said this last week too. I think at the best, Milton's a good. He can be a game manager for you. He can manage to win you the game, or he can manage to lose you the game. So which one is it going to be, Joe? You Managers gotta, use clipboards. I wouldn't right. quarterbacks. That. Quarterbacks are on the field. I don't know if you can say he managed to lose that game against Florida. I think the defense. Then also, there was no rushing attack, so he could he couldn't. I have really a, a rhythm, I'm sure. To passing. me, he just looks so stiff. I don't think he's... Oh, he's, got, le- he's he, not, he can't move right now. He's got he's not, MCL. He's not leading the offense. I mean, he's, like you want it. he's just running the plays that are being called, yeah. which I know that sounds yeah. exactly what you want him to be doing, but you also have to be able to add a little bit of your own flair to things. You have to be able like to Kenny see Hooker. things. So you have to be able to see things how you perceive them, and you have to be able to pick up on things. And that has to come from your intuition. That can't be something that... Um, it, it's definitely can be coached, but it's not something that like you can rely on. So that's that's where it's at now. And you know, Cooper. I didn't May, like the way that sounded. Not rely on. It's so not Co- something that you can well, just do. Yeah. Cooper Cooper Mays is back in the lineup. Um, unfortunately, with Cooper Mays coming back in and you know getting a huge piece on that offensive line. Uh, unfortunately, we did lose somebody for the entire season. Brew McCoy. Oh man. Yeah, Brew McCoy. That was a tough one, man. Uh, yeah, that was a rough injury. His foot was the other way. opposite. Yeah. Oof. Um, that's hard. Yeah, Brew McCoy uh, not going to be there, but Tennessee does have uh, a plethora of talent in wide receiver. Uh, Deontay Thornton, once he gets back from his hamstring, uh, and then once they start doing stuff, I think the Vols, if they can go out there and convincing, I'm talking when I say convincingly, I'm ten points or more. Yeah, if they can go beat Texas A&M by ten points or more. I will feel a lot better about where the season is going to be going. You just never spread, know what to expect from Texas A&M, though. Because when I when I that, watched Georgia, that, that's so true. When I watched Georgia against Auburn, and when I watched Alabama play who they played, not this past weekend, but Alabama this entire season, they are both beatable. And not just by Tennessee, they're both beatable by a lot of teams. I, I agree. Yeah, I definitely. Oh agree. yeah, Kentucky. Can, if I think Kentucky if, has did you a say, chance. Well, you said Texas and Alabama. No, uh, Georgia and Alabama. If Kentucky, if Kentucky Still, somehow yes. not somehow knocks off, you go down to Georgia. Let's let's is be it, honest. Is it at Georgia or at Kentucky? 
I mean, the way the way that Kentucky played against Georgia can't pass. Dude. It's at Georgia. Like outside That's of Brock Bowers, put three guys on Brock oh, Bowers. Yeah. That, just do that. Uh, and like, there's going to be some people that beat you somewhere, but like, you're going play, to the dog play zone and then put like a couple guys on Brock Bowers. Let, and then it's going to be break loud. It down real quick too. You know, Kentucky last year when Stetson Bennett was their quarterback, when that Georgia offense was rolling, he's a much better quarterback than. Uh, Kelly, who oh, it? Carson Beck? Yeah, he's yeah. a thousand times better. A thousand times better. And we held that Georgia offense to 16 points. We only scored Missouri, six, Missouri but we held them. Off, Missouri nearly knocked off that Georgia yeah, team last and, year. Yeah, and you know, I want to bring out Kentucky just real quick from last week. I don't think that week. team was... Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. They so, got, it's hard to yell with the bell. Really I knew you were going to... Okay, real quick. So Ray Davis, Kentucky running back, set the most rushing yards this season so far at 280 against florida Man. and a 33 to 14 win 280 rushing yards 280 rush he had 200 in the, the first half what was the receiving is that their pace of play they they, they they're not they don't air it out too much they well, were they were moving down the field quickly but it yeah. wasn't like they did were they, doing like they weren't doing like they like to burn, hurry up they like to burn clock not they, really, but not really. Early but in that game, they they, they'll they'll run the ball down your throat if they if yeah. you cannot stop them. Which Florida had no answer, nothing, nothing. There's a good. There's not many teams that can keep the Georgia momentum going time. in between plays like the way yeah. that Kentucky has. You, like you get if you, most people, if you're going to be trying to run it down somebody's throats, I mean, it is play up spot go, play up spot down go, whatever. He was it is. finding every hole. Kentucky, they, they, I mean, like I said, they didn't necessarily use all of the play clock or uh yeah the play clock but they i mean they were kind of moving yeah. like they they were like all right cool we already know what play we're getting up to but they were taking a little bit of their time getting to the line and i'm sure it. it was easy because you're and just they were run to, the ball yeah and they were <laughs> able to keep that momentum going and i think that florida just didn't know how to yeah and you know really process that the kentucky front is one of the best in the sec i'm telling you right now i mean we got quite i think it's quay walker Number zero for that defensive line. I mean, this man is a beast. For for, no, for Kentucky. Watch out for that Kentucky Ooh, defense. Who's the other Quay that I'm thinking of? Oh, maybe Quay Walker went to Georgia. He's in the yeah. NFL. My bad. Uh, I'll have to look up the name. But number zero for Kentucky's defense. Yeah, Quay Walker played Animal. for the uh, Eagles. Yeah, or Packers. I think it's, yeah, but he, he nevertheless, was, he, he was, I don't know the answer. Watch to the out, question. Kentucky's right now. The spread's plus nineteen for Kentucky. Ah, yeah, yeah. I would hit that with a lifeline. You know what I mean? Ah, I, I expect it. I could see them for winning, that, Christian. Though you know, there's a reason. I, I that, could say though. I see Vegas that. Vegas ain't gonna mess up. That but also, bad, no. I don't think so. I don't think Georgia goes off on a scoring spree against us. No, what I'm saying is, I it's think like there's a reason they could. That it's nineteen right now. Don't. I'm just going to say this. Don't ester, as, underestimate the Wildcats to cover the spread and possibly even win that game. You, you can put money on the money line. I would. I would do it. You want to take Kentucky at negative or at plus nineteen? You going to put? Pro- the big, I'm going to probably do plus nineteen for sure. But you put the big bet on them. Mo- not big bet. I, I'm going to go money line. It's a. It's Drop a three hundred on it right now. But the now. thing is, Kentucky has better chance than Tennessee against Georgia. That's just a flat out flat fact. Flat out fact. <laughs> Right. You know, he's that's, starting to steam. So, no, well, no Kentucky, that's the that's just the this Kentucky Tennessee truth. game is going to be much more interesting. You think you beat the crap out of Tennessee right now, don't you? Not no. I don't think it's going to be the crap out of you guys. But also, look what we did to Florida. You know, and I told you, know, you y'all have done that to Florida though. I think <laughs> I told a lot you recent years. Graham Mertz was not good, and he he actually played better. And I just want to point that out. So credit to him. It, they, it, I think there is just some sort of like there was there's some witch down in Florida that like. <laughs> Whenever Tennessee comes down there, Florida's going to play their best game. They always do. It, like, it doesn't matter who's the quarterback. Joe Schmo, Mo, sitting on the bench, can come out of the bleachers and then throw for 300 yards against Tennessee. It doesn't matter. Florida has done that weird um, that weird thing where they've just been able to weird win those. But Billy Napier, games. Billy Napier is holding on to his job right now he's just by not a good. string, uh, and he he's, get, he's going to get a couple of good wins and probably keep his job like Muschamp did. And, did you hear? And I might, maybe I didn't hear this correctly. Uh, Urban Meyer to Michigan State? Oh, no, I didn't hear that. No, he wouldn't. So I don't think, we're not, we're not I don't think Michigan State would do it. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Especially after a scandal with their yeah, former head coach Mel Tucker. Just, that sounds like adding a little uh, bit yeah, of fuel. I, don't, I yeah. don't think that Urban is the uh, the guy for that 
university for any right program <laughs> for any program right now dude might not coach ever again yeah i don't um, i don't know if he should honestly after what happened in a bar yeah no yep. Jacksonville. I, I think i think tennessee tennessee is going to be what they are right now they're not going to change joe milton so i'm just like mentally torturing myself by saying it's like nico let's let's just get the nico thing nico thing nico thing and i feel like i'm being a bad fan too not really well because i'm not I mean, yeah, rooting for it. it's no. like all right it's like all right, we're, we're going to win this game. Let's go. Uh, I'm trying to be delusional Vols fan again. I get being, I get feeling like a bad fan. Um, when you're a Cowboys fan, you just start thinking about firing everybody. Speaking of which, do you want to get into uh, NFL? Um, Our teams. Let's do instead of doing NFL next because let's we can end on the NFL. Sure. I feel like that's kind of that. Let's go over a little bit about Major League Baseball playoffs real quick. Sure, so sure. as we look at the American League, they have Game Two starting today: Twins versus Toronto. Um, Twins won first game three to one, which and, I did not expect. But yeah, I don't think anybody, don't think anybody really anybody. did. Lopez started on the mound for the Twins, and he's been an ace all year. Um, Toronto is Toronto. They've been playing very well this year. Uh, winner of this series moves on to play Houston. Now the other game for the American League, Texas Rangers going up against Tampa Bay Rays. Game one, Rangers took that four to zero. Game two is going to start around three o'clock today. Series winner of this one goes on to play these. This team has been dominant Ex- all year long. Expect the Tampa Bay Rays to come out victorious in game two over the Rangers. Yes. Yeah, I think it's gonna so. be a three game series. I think you're Ivaldi? right on that one. I think Tampa Ray. I think Tampa Bay kind of went through a little of a little bit of a choke show yeah. last night, and I think that was a little uncharacteristic for them. I think they're gonna change some things up tonight. They're probably gonna get that win or today, I should say. And you know, Zach Eflin has possibly been this Red Sox the Tampa base. Yeah, former Red Sox. Ivaldi. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll bet against him all every day. I've never won a bet on. I've Dude, never won a bet on Ivaldi. Zach, the Red Sox won Ivaldi. Zach Eflin's been never. Tampa Bay's ace after coming off uh, fr- minus, over from the Phillies. Minus one and a half, pl- uh, plus one forty. That I mean, I would. I like Eflin a lot. I would do the Tampa Bay money line. I think it's, it's minus one fifty two right now. I think it's worth the shot. Couple of Philly, Phillies play again tonight. There's um, a strong there's a strong place. There's a strong play for the Rays to win it. Yeah. These are all pretty evenly matched games. Well, the here's part. the if it's you want to nice, touch on the next one real it's quick. It's a good wild card run. So for National League, Arizona versus Milwaukee, Diamondbacks took game one last night, six to three. Against Corbin Burns. I yeah. get interested. I really do. I'm just sad. It's okay, John. I wish. Yeah. Uh, game two tonight for that one, 7 p.m. Series winner for Arizona versus Milwaukee will move on to play the Dodgers. Who, who's starting that game for Arizona-Milwaukee real quick? Uh, Arizona-Milwaukee. It's Peralta and Gallon. Yeah. Ooh, Gallon. I think Diamondbacks close out the series. I was about to say, yeah. I think Zach yeah. Gallon has that. Gallon, I think, is about to go for six innings, probably throw... Six strikeouts. Four, four or five strikeouts. I'll I'm going go. six. All right. Yeah. I think Gallon takes a win on that one. It's actually, I think, pretty... I think that might be a lock. Peralta's a stud, but... He's a stud. I don't think he has the longevity of it, though. Yeah. I don't think I he's going to be able to I stay out Gallen's there. I think Gallon's got it. Yeah. All right. As we move on to the last matchup for <laughs> today, Miami versus Philadelphia. Four to one was the first game. Philadelphia wins that one. I know Christian was pretty excited for it. Game two tonight, 7 p.m. Series winner for this one. We'll move on to play the number one team in Major League Baseball. Well, I mean, when you, the buy, Atlanta Braves. When you buy all the talent that uh, money can buy, I guess. That's what you do. Oh, it's, it's, first of all. This is like a double shot, though, not just at the Phillies, but also at the Cardinals not spending. Well, we can't all we can't also say that they're like the highest paid. We get they're it. We, not. We, we, they spend a jillion dollars. The, the Met, okay, no, they the are Mets one. Were. They are one of the highest. The Mets were. Oh, okay, Did we'll be spend, more specific. They are one of the highest. Three hundred million dollars this offseason, and that's great. But if it doesn't produce wins on the field like it did with the Mets, then you see what happens. It was they started a, off slow. It was well. It's the Mets. Crapshoot. They're just they make that's, bad decisions. That's fine, but give Philly the. Love they deserve, especially coming off a World Series. All right, shout out to Philadelphia. They made it to uh, the wild card round. Come on. Uh, Jeff's over there talking. Just wait. Just wait till if they make it to next round. I think they pose the greatest threat to you. You and me will have to. I'll just get the pop. Hang out and watch those games. I don't know if I want to hang out with you if you guys keep disrespecting my Phillies. We're gonna hope that an especially. I hope an Ash. You're gonna watch that game, especially when the Cardinals were pathetic as they were. Look, wow. 
Not wrong. Now you're just throwing. Now I'm you're throwing, just throwing shade shots. now. Yeah, not now, wrong. You hey. can't hurt me this year, man. You can't hurt me. That's fine. I'm glad my team spends money though. That's all I'm going to say. Stop. Kyle Schorber, worth the money. Bryce many, Harper, Trey Turner, how many World Series worth the money. How many World Series y'all got? Okay, great, John. Are you are you actually no, being? Just, I legitimately don't know. I, I believe two. Two. Actually, probably more. Win nine more and then come talk to me. Okay, John. Are you guys relevant right now? I mean, I was about to say, like, those nine have been oh, scattered have, across had, a long time. You had fun with your Adam Wainwright show. in 2011. Don't you dare speak about... Yeah, wasted a full season just so you can start him and get... He Ooh. finally got his 200th win on the last he, game he of the season. He won, like, seven games. There were seven games that were blown. And saves. the Cardinals let him start that out of pity. Yep. Pity? It was pretty pitiful. Yeah. He, had, he threw seven scoreless innings. That's congrats. Okay. Yeah, that's great. It he was also Adam had the Wainwright. highest ERA of the, the season at one point. Yeah, right. For starting, pitchers. the Cardinals were literally like, "Okay, we need to give him an opportunity to win 200." Like yeah. he's earned that. Absolutely. So let's just throw the season away. Yeah. <laughs> you think that what 15 games throws the season away? That's, that's could have made the difference. Argument. No, I think Adam, the difference. I think no, Adam Wainwright's contract. If he was that bad. Away. It was. It wouldn't have. And like, here's the other thing: Wainwright didn't blow seven saves either. The guy after him, when he had the lead, did blow seven saves. I'm just saying, don't Giovanni Gallegos. Don't dish out the trash talk to the Phillies. And exp- I mean, you mess like, with the bull, you get the horns. What? Yeah. What kind of dull horns are those, though? Those are good arguments. Ronald Acuna Jr. Seventy-three stolen bases. Yeah, uh, you just asterisks, love bringing that up. Asterisks. I just kind of felt a little left out because you guys were going back and forth, and I wanted to well, throw something in look, there. He, he's trying. Well, we'll to, go he, back and forth. He's next trying year, to kick a dead next horse. Week. And next they said year. That they wouldn't fire Ollie Marmol. Kick dude. a dead horse. Yeah, Cardinals are. They, dead they aren't right firing now. their manager. They, they most said that they're not going to fire him. Oh, John, John, I didn't know you were going through that much pain. Cardinal, dude, Cardinals fan, Cardinals fans are. Fed up with the front That's, office. Whoa. Bring Walt Jockety back. So are the Mets. Go get him from the get him from the Reds. Buck Showalter. Oh out. yeah. Which get I don't, rid of I the Dewitts. No one does. Like He's Buck. been in the league though for. I love Buck. Bill Dewitt, John Mazalek, Ollie Marmel. Get out. Hey, I, I understand, especially with Steelers keeping Matt Canada after this past week. Uh, look, I, I'm not saying he's good. All I'm saying is that he was not solely the reason you guys lost. Well, when you you guys had horrible uh, offensive play calling. That, that's what it co- And on top of that, you had horrible defensive players not able to do anything. That's fine, but also you say that game was 16 to 6 in the second half, right? Fourth and mm-hmm. one on our own in their territory. Mm-hmm. I think it was the 30-yard line. Mm-hmm. Game shifting. Yes, that momentum. happened. <laughs> Fourth and one, you call a shotgun. Yep. A shotgun pass. Yeah. When Najee Harris was actually able to move the ball. And that's you, when the tides and turn, you guys and that's when you blame Matt Canada for the. Was that when you guys had, for the loss? Was that, period. Did you guys have the face mask in the end zone? No, that wasn't us. I forgot who that was. It was a game this past weekend. I don't remember which one it was. No matter what, you have. Either to, way, like, Matt Canada ruined our chances oh, to win yeah. that game. I mean, well, he ruined your. I mean, he ruined your chances for your season. I think probably uh, last because. Let's get down to it. Who are con- who are the pretenders of the NFL se- this season? We got the one. Steelers. We got the Bengals, who are the biggest frauds of them all. I know That's Joe Burrow's hurt, but he's still your quarterback. You need to produce wins. I and think why the are you ti- playing up? We can't read into the Titans win too much against the Bengals. I don't think. No, you can't. Big Cat, I think, put him in the uh, fr- frisky, but uh, I don't know category. I think I agree with that. Here's I think that's thing. spot on. We've said it before. Titans do well when what they get Derrick Henry involved. They got Derrick Henry involved. Dude got a touchdown pass on the day. What was his rushing yards? I think he was at uh, 120 maybe? or something. Yeah, maybe more. Probably more. He was involved. He was out on the field. Stuck. He was able to make some production happen. Against a good a, Bengals defense. There is so much more confidence in that Titans offense when Derrick Henry is on the field and participating in plays. Well, Why is he not running the ball nine million times? You know the reason they well, aren't effective? Because when they have to pass the ball and rely on T- Ryan Tannehill, we they can't protect them. And We saw a famous Derrick Henry stiff arm. This past weekend. So here's here's how Beautiful. it works. It was gorgeous. So here's how here's how this works out because at this point, Derrick Henry is a locomotive. He's got to get chugging. He's got to get going. Like you can't you can't got to keep those wheels warm. You like keep them on the track. A, your your 1969 Camaro isn't going to go from zero to sixty in a Tesla time. Yeah, that like, means you need more than ten rushes in a game. Well, you just got to like add a little WD forty. But when they just Stuff the box with eight because they know Henry's trying to get 25 runs. The times have changed, so they got to use Tajay Spears a little bit. 
get him out of the backfield, get him doing this. A lot of play action because once you do that play action, if you want to do, do the Henry thing, then just pretend like you're going to hand it off on first down and then throw it on first down every time. I feel like that but limits Derrick Henry to playing solely from behind or next to Ryan Tannehill. You I mean, can throw him to the outside. Derrick Henry is dynamic. No, you, you, yeah. you can put him in a position to get Screen him. Pass. Yeah, exactly. All I'm that. saying, like, Derrick Henry is a playmaker. Derrick Henry knows how to read the field. He so knows how to. Though, I'll give him credit. Yeah, a hundred percent. But, but Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry. Is, that's what I was yeah, going to say. Quit the, acting like we can't act like he's not the, one of the best no, running backs in the league. But the way with the the way that offensive line is right now and how like shaky it is, I'd be calling Taylor Lewan. It. I don't no. know if he's recovered no, no, no. from his ACL. Yeah, probably not. I don't know if he ever will. He's still on Madden. I want to point that out. As he should be. You, the way that offensive line is right now, the shakiness of it, I think it's very hard for Henry to do what he needs to be able to do. Even after this past week? And with the way that they've been getting beat, you've got to, if you can get that downfield threat, then that opens up Henry. So I think... You start showing a lot of play action passes and Tana Hill getting over 250 yards thrown per game. I think that's where Derrick Henry can come into play. Look, tractor seat season doesn't start till October. So we're, yeah. fi- we're fine. Yeah. I mean, I feel this. I felt the same way, you know, but also if you see one more discouraging offensive performance, I'm, you'll probably feel like the Steelers. How you, um, how I feel watching them. They're two and two. I mean, they're, they're both look, two they and are two. in first place in the AFC South right now. I, Tied for first place with everybody. Toughest, what did I say? What did I say before oh, the season? It's usually not. You said usually season? it is. I said I agree most this time. competitive division in football. I, I'll agree with you right now. You know why? Because Houston just absolutely. Houston, the Colts look frisky. We're all over. The Jaguars Colts, Colts can look do something. Sometimes like the best team in the NFL at times outside the 49ers. They're making games hard. Colts are on the come up. I'll say that. They're making games really hard for people. What's their quarterback's name? Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson. Dynamic. They, man, they, that last drive, dude. I know. I don't know. It's sad they lost that game, but part of it, you know? Texans, I mean, I'm just proud of them. CJ Stroud looked unfazed. Hasn't took. I told you. He hasn't thrown a single interception through somebody, three games. Somebody had a play on Twitter. Four games. And they said, why does this look like Dan Marino? And I watched it, and I was like, wow, that does look like Dan Marino. Oh, I thought, was it CJ or Zach? CJ. Okay. Um, And I don't know. I was watching that Texans game, and, you know, they're kind of a team that I feel like everybody's just kind of been wanting to do well for a little bit. It's like, no. come on, guys. Do Here something. there. Well, I mean, it's just like they've had... I like their that. head coach now. Yeah, and that's the thing. They went through a ton of different like coaches. Brian, they went through a ton of different Bill quarterbacks. Brian. They had the Deshaun Watson situation going on. They had J.J. Watt things going on, trying to figure out what he was going to do. All this other stuff, and I feel like we're trying, like we're finally starting to see the Texans starting to form a system, starting to form a good an defense. organization. A good defense, yes. a good quarterback. A yeah. good, I things think are the, starting to fall into place. The biggest takeaway from that game... The play calling by Houston's offensive coordinator. And you know what's crazy about that? He is part of the staff on the, of the Washington Redskins when Mike McDaniels was mm-hmm. there. Kyle Shanahan. Yep. Mike LaFleur. Yep. Sean McVay. Yep. Craziest a, coach's room yes. ever. And he was a defensive assistant. Now he's an yeah. offensive coordinator for the Texans. I mean, I mean... What he's done, his play calling capabilities against the Steelers, I mean, it was breathtaking. I wish the Steelers would have hired him. Man, but I'm I sure can't JJ Watt had some words for TJ after the game. Oh, probably. And the cool thing about that was the Steel or the Texans retired his jersey yeah. that and, night. Or not um, jersey, but I think it was inducted in their Hall of Fame. Yeah, didn't I think somebody said it was also their mom's birthday. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Whole lot of celebrations going yeah. on for the Wad family, except for TJ. TJ needs a little bit of work on the uh, practice squad. Yeah. yeah, Jeff, you want to wrap it up with the Cowboys real quick? Yeah, so Cowboys, uh, they got a pretty good win over the Patriots. Things looked good. Starting to, there, they don't look good, man. I mean, not, right. not not saying the Cowboys didn't have a great win. I'm just saying the Patriots. They, they just traded play. for J.C. Oh, yeah. Jackson from the Chargers. They need heard about quarterback. that. Yeah. Interesting Mac pick, Jones ain't it. No. He's not. Uh, well... Interesting. I think I said. I think I said this. I think I don't know. If they, I think they're a part of the same draft class as Zach Wilson and Mac Jones. Same draft class. Probably. I think. 
It was it was I Trey Lance, Mac Jones. Did Mac Jones go to college again? Alabama. Alabama. That's right. He was in Alabama with That's Derrick right. Henry and Hurts. Why did yeah. I not remember that? And Tua. And at Tua. The same that time. was a huge. It was a huge QB. Great. Yeah. Now great look, quarterback Alabama's room. quarterback room. But real quick, ugh, ugh. Uh, what was I about to say? Um, I had I I had asked if um which um draft class they were in. My oh, point yeah. my point in that was I see a lot of similarities with Zach Wilson and Mac Jones. Um Zach Wilson I think the lad the this game we this last game that we saw for the Jets, I think Zach Wilson has started to really see things um a little bit better on the field. Yeah. Starting to come into his own. I think he's getting a little bit more confidence. Kind of got a little bit of a heartbreaker because of that fumble, but and b- bad, bad but his penalties. teammates his teammates you saw on the sidelines, they were right there to pick him up. I think he'll be fine as far so as too. moving forward. Mac Jones, on the other hand, we have not seen him make much production since he's gotten into the league. I haven't really seen him do many plays or haven't seen him make really many big plays. He might have a good throw here and there, able to move the ball down sometimes. But other than that, I think Bill Belichick's in trouble as far as it comes to quarterbacks. I think the thing is too. They set him up for failure, just like the Steelers have with Kenny Pickett. Oh yeah, they had Matt Patricia, well, a defensive coordinator throughout his entire career, play hmm. calls or call plays last year for the offense for the Patriots. Remind That's me, setback. Someone help me remind me. Did when um, Cam Newton went to the Patriots was McCoy already there? Did McCoy already have a chance to start with the Patriots? McCoy, who Mac Jones? Sorry, oh. I was about to say. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. I time possible cam newton i don't think they're in his first stint because he had two right because i feel like good lord i'm like i'm like going <laughs> I don't know crazy why you say mccoy i don't know Colt mccoy baby yeah either way i just feel like he has just he's never been the patriots number one guy and i think he still feels like he's not the patriots number one guy he really isn't the patriots number one guy but it's hard to be that role and you are in an organization bailey that zappy. feels that way Look bailey zappy in he, he, he showed more bad. promise he didn't than look Mac bad jones and he's only had one career start i believe i mean there's a lot of options right drew lock looked better than geno smith in my opinion okay that was you can't read into. He had one drive. Yeah, it's a sweet he, drive. He did have a good threw drive. Ball, threw the ball twice. Yeah, yeah. for fifty nine yards. I mean, so I'll yeah. give him that. But yeah, yeah. still, yeah. still, you want a Matt's Titans quarterback? I could throw one pass for fifty nine yards in the NFL. That's easy. <laughs> okay. All righty. That's like me and a buddy. I think we can wrap it up well, on that. Real quick, me and my buddy uh, you had a debate. I was like, all right, could, that's your week. Your sports was totally <laughs> outrun Ben Roethlisberger in a forty. I could. That's I, mean, I think I could outrun Ben Roethlisberger. I know for a fact I cannot outrun Roethlisberger. In I, I think you might. <laughs> ben can't move, man. I think I can definitely outrun John in a forty, though. Is he? Oh. Is he in or out of the walking boot? That is the question. Oh, I don't think it matters, does it? No. All right, wrapping it up. <laughs> Next week we're going up against Ben Roethlisberger. Your week, your sports. John Glass, Christian Brown, Jeff Matthews. We are out.